again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and you know, I I think sometimes that as time goes on, things just get worse and worse, and crazier and crazier, and, and more hectic and chaotic than it's ever been. You turn on the news for just like 10 minutes, or you scroll through Twitter, or uh, X as it's called now, and, and I'm sure you'll be right there with me in feeling like that. In fact, the content for this episode has been on my mind the last week or two after having some conversations with several people about just how bad things are out there. And and not just in this country that seems to be on the downward slide everywhere we turn, but in our schools, uh, around the world. I mean, time will fail me and us, and this would be the longest episode ever recorded to cover all the stuff that's going on. Like, I mean, seriously, take your pick and point there and and go over here and and it would never stop. And and that's not even to mention the stuff that you personally have just gone through or will go through or are currently going through. Like it's a lot, y'all. Uh, it really is. And, and maybe it's not for you right now. Like things are currently good. But you just never know what's right around the corner. And You know, in all of that and all of this, one of my favorite verses that keeps popping up on me and in me and and in my mind is Proverbs 18 and verse 10 that reads, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. And as much as I love that verse, sometimes I can't help but to feel a little unsafe. You too? (laughs) I mean... Sometimes I question that, and I doubt that. I I don't trust that safety, and I don't trust that security that God can provide me. But you know when that is, that, that I don't trust that safety and security? It's when I don't run to Him. When I don't put all my faith in Him, that no matter what is going on, He's got me. And what I've found to be so interesting about God's protection and the safety he can provide through anything is that over and over and over, we read story after story in scripture of the great lengths to which God will go when we run to him and rely on him and take refuge in him. And yet, I still doubt that. Or maybe it's not that I doubt it, but I I take it for granted it kind of sounds like the Israelites, right? Uh, sounds about right. Like, like, you know, those times you felt or you experienced God's protection, you can point to those moments and the way he delivered you and he kept you safe. And for some reason, after all of that, I still doubt it. I mean, we're human, right? But I got to thinking, like, how great is God's protection, How great is the safety that he provides? 
to what lengths will he go to protect those that are his and those that run to him, as Proverbs 18 and verse 10 says. And I think the answer is that he will go to lengths farther than we can possibly imagine. And that's not a me answer. That's not a Jed answer. Remember the words of Paul in Ephesians chapter 3, God's able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we ask or think or imagine. And most of you listening have heard that verse before, uh, or if you've, you've read that, and yet it is still sometimes a pie in the sky kind of thing. Like, I, I trust that, I believe that, but if I take it down and I pull the pie out of the sky, what's inside of it? I mean, seriously, as we go to God's word, yeah, you, you've got all those reminders that he's got us and, and we can we can pull a lot of, you know, one verse scriptures that say you are safe and there is protection and, and that exists. But but can you think of any Bible stories that make the exceedingly and abundantly a little more real? I want to suggest to you today some stories, two stories from the book of Daniel. And they're two stories that you're probably familiar with, but but these were two that, you know, after going back and looking at these um, or, or this this episode and what to prepare that, that really stood out. And I start in Daniel 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There's a, a long story there, uh, Daniel chapter 3, but, but to keep that long story short, King Nebuchadnezzar uh, makes an image of gold, and, and it's said that when all kinds of music begins to play, um, he says, you, all of you, worship the golden image. That, that's what I want you to do. And if you don't do that, Daniel chapter 3 and verse 6, you will be cast into the midst of a furnace blazing with fire. But there were these three men who said, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I'm not going to fall for this mess. We are going to continue to take refuge in him and put our trust in God. So King Nebuchadnezzar gets angry, and he's in a rage, and he asks them, is this true? Like, you aren't going to do what I've commanded you to do? And they say back to him, listen, we don't need to give you an answer concerning this. Like, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, the God that we run to, the God that we worship, you know, the one, the true and the living God, he's going to deliver us from the furnace of fire. And yeah, even if he doesn't deliver us, let this be known, they say. We are not and we will not serve your gods or worship this golden image. So verse 19 reads that Nebuchadnezzar was filled with wrath and he gets this um, facial expression. Um, we can read his, his facial expression was altered, which I think as you read that, that's one of the more comical parts in all of scripture to, to include that detail as to what, what his facial expression looked like. But, but anyways, he cranks the furnace up seven times more than it was usually heated. And these men are thrown in. And what we read next is incredible. As three men are thrown in, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
But when he looks into the furnace, there are four men walking about in the midst of the fire without harm. And that fourth man is described as having the appearance like a son of the gods. Crazy stuff, right? And what's more than that is we can read when they come out, the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men, nor was the hair, uh, a hair of their head singed, nor were their trousers damaged, nor did they have the smell of fire even come upon them. You know what I call this? A force field. You see, back to Proverbs 18 and verse 10, the righteous, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, In the midst of chaos and turmoil and hectic and crazy, they run to God and aren't just safe. They are exceedingly and abundantly safe. There is a force field around them to the point that they don't even smell like smoke when they come out of the furnace. Not a hair on their head is even singed. How is that for making his protection And the safety he provides, so very real. You need another one a few pages later. Daniel in the lion's den. King Darius uh, commissioners try to find some ground of accusation against Daniel. Uh, A man that we can read continuously ran into the arms of God as he's described as, as faithful. He's described as a man who it was impossible to find any accusation against him unless these commissioners found it against him in regard to the law of his God. Pretty impressive man. So as most of you know, they consult with the king to establish this rule that any man that makes a petition to any god or or man besides King Darius should be thrown into the lion's den. So, So King Darius signs it. And Daniel abides by that, right? No. Amidst that mess of a rule, let me read to you verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew, he knew that the document was signed. He entered his house and he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God as he had been doing previously. Daniel never stopped running to God and trusting that he would deliver him and provide abundant safety for him. And because of that, he's thrown into the lion's den and check out this force field in verse 22. As King Darius comes back the next day, Daniel's alive. He hollers in at him and and Daniel says, My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths that they have not harmed me. Force field. It's also said that when he was taken up out of the den, no injury whatsoever was found on him. Why? He had trusted in God. How's that for making his protection, God's protection, so very real? This verse from Proverbs, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Couldn't be any more real as you look at these two stories. And not just because of the safety that's given to Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and Daniel, but I want you to check out the flip side of this. 
And I think that this is the part of these two stories that we never focus on. Like, what if I'm not like these men who ran to God and were provided a force field? Well, what's often overlooked in these two stories is that the men who tied up and carried Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to the furnace were burnt up. And I take that to mean that the men who didn't run into that strong tower, who didn't have faith or didn't trust in God, well, they weren't so safe. And actually, in this story, they lost their lives. But it's not just here. Remember those men that were responsible for maliciously accusing Daniel and were responsible for him being thrown into the lion's den? Those men, we can read, along with their children and their wives, were thrown into the same den. And Daniel chapter 6 and verse 24 says that they had not even reached the bottom of the den before the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. So for your 44 today, do you believe that the name of the Lord is, that it is, that he is a strong tower? Do you run into that tower or do you have doubts about the power of God and his ability to create a force field around you in the midst of the fiery furnace and the den of lions that we're thrown into so often in this life? I mean, hear me on this. I think sometimes our idea of safety and security is challenged because we equate safety and security to nothing bad ever happening to us. But that isn't true. And nobody understood that more than Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel. Cranked up seven times furnace and a den of lions. That's bad stuff, y'all. But I can all but assure you, we will continue to face some really bad stuff. But in the midst of the bad and the scary and the unbelievably brutal things these guys faced, guess what they did? They ran. They ran where? To the strong tower. And what was the result? A force field. So today, may you, in the midst of whatever you are or whatever you will go through run to the strong tower for it is there where we find our safety what kind of safety far beyond what we can even imagine thank you guys so much for listening today i love you and i'll see you next week